Hello, and welcome back to The Haunting Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan. And I'm Jordan. Today, we have what I think is kind of a fun one. Uh, we're doing Urban Legends of Ohio. Ooh, spooky. I know. And Ohio is someplace that I don't really think of as a... Uh, People don't really think of Ohio all that much, to be honest. It's just it's just the state that's there. I wouldn't say like it's better than like Indiana. No offense to our listeners out there, but like Ohio has a lot of history. But it's a state that's just there. You know, I kind of feel sorry for the uh, states that are just all around Illinois because Illinois gets like a lot of Illinois. Hometown girl is just like you know my state. Right. Illinois and Wisconsin get like, you know, they're talked about the most, but mm-hmm. the rest of the states around them, no, everyone's just like, don't go there. It's boring. There's nothing to do. <laughs> well, I mean, like in the other side, you got like, you know, there's Wisconsin has a lot of cool things. There's Iowa, you got, you know, corn. You have literally the Wisconsin corn. <laughs> you got corn. You, you have know? Wisconsin Sweet. Dells. Oh, the Wisconsin Dells is cool. Yeah, there I like you go. That you place got Wisconsin great. Dells. They've got very beautiful forests down in Wisconsin. But in today's episode, we're going for. Ohio. Yeah, we're gonna we're going creepy, creepy Ohio. Won't you start us off? So, of course, no small town, no state is safe from werewolves. I did not know that. This is the werewolf of defiance. Which, by the way, I did not know this at first. I was like, oh, the werewolf of defiance was it like super rowdy or something? You know, was it just going around being rowdy? It was a werewolf and it just defied everything. It just defied everything. Defiance is a small town in Ohio where reports of werewolves first started in the 1970s. Hmm. The legend starts in 1972 when two railroad workers were hooking up train cars late one night. One of the workers looks over and he sees a werewolf just towering over him. Things brandished. Grr. <laughs> uh, say it ain't so. <laughs> say it ain't so. Fangs vanish. The werewolf attacks the helpless man with a two by four. Oh, I mean, if I was a werewolf, that's what I would attack with. Not uh, fangs or claws, but, you know, a two by four. You know, just go around brandishing your fangs. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't want to get these pearly whites bloody. <laughs> Let me grab the two by I four. Hear that. I hear that. Although this sounds like a tall tale of men who didn't want to snitch on his attacker, David wasn't the only one who spotted the werewolf. In all cases, the werewolf was seen in the early morning hours. Another worker saw the werewolf around 1 a.m. The third was from a motorist who was driving around 4 a.m. when the werewolf jumped in front of their car. With the number of reports coming in, the police opened an investigation. Like, this was an article, by the way. This was, like, in the news. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's the 70s. People got their hairy chest out. Their, you know, froze. Everyone had a fro. <laughs> they're banished. They're, werewolf. They're, it's they're a werewolf of big London. Big fangs. They're big fangs and um, two they're by two four by fours. <laughs> they're two by fours of evil. I love that so much. The description was given to the police by all three witnesses were similar but vague. Very hairy and seven to nine feet tall were the two main descriptions. While no werewolf was ever found, the legend is still told to this day. The people who saw it are probably still alive today. Just like, man, you you have no idea. We saw them werewolves. Werewolves in Ohio. Uh, I just, I love that. 
you know, I just feel nothing against defiance or whatever, but it feels like one of the it feels like one of those um small town, you know, like everybody has like the like small stories, town story yeah. that you know, it it could have very well been a human who wanted to just commit mass murder and they're like, "No, it was the aliens." <laughs> it was the aliens. They abducted me. They abducted me. I still love the stories though. They are so fun. They are entertaining. So, my story is the Loveland Frogman. Loveland, Ohio has an interesting legend, the legend of the Frogman. Frogman was first sighted in the 1950s by a businessman who claimed to see multiple large frogs on their hind legs on the Little Miami River. Now, like any urban legend, the story changes a little each telling. There are three common tellings, though. The first goes as such. A motorist is heading out of the Branch Hill neighborhood when he shines his car headlights on the huge figures. The trio erected their hind legs and just stood in the middle of the road. The man honks his horn. The figures perk up. They twist their necks around and gasp. (gasps) (laughs) All three look at the driver with leathery skin and frog faces. Oh, no. Um Horrifying. Horrifying. I, I mean, I got to tell you, if I saw anyone in the middle of the road, did not does not matter what they look like. If I saw anyone in the middle of the road that was kind of like on all fours and then like slowly erected themselves and was more than an average human height. You go in reverse. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. What, that, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not I'm not messing around. I'm not dying today. I would either, especially if they're like, you know, they have like frog eyes that are just, you know, black. What is it that somebody said to me that made me laugh and I want to use for the rest of my life? Oh, I'm white, but I'm not willing to die white. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not investigating. I'm not investigating white. Split up, I am not. I oh, am not Scooby Doo white. <laughs> the second version is similar. The motorist spots the creature under the Loveland Bridge, one of the many going over the Little Miami River. He honks his horn. The creature shot out from under the bridge. One lands on the hood and croaks. The driver passes out. I would pass out too. Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't a human-sized frog jumps on my windshield. I don't think I'd pass out, but I mean, I would be freaked out. I'm out. No, God. I My mental state is diminished. I don't care if I'm running them over. They're not going to throw me in jail for that, right? I don't <laughs> think so. Vehicular manslaughter of human frog. I feel like the government human would frog try to have rights. This, I, I feel like the government would pay you to stay silent on that one. Uh, yeah, probably. The third version is my personal favorite. Same bridge. The motorist pulls over and he gets out of his car and spots the creatures. <laughs> All three are conversing animatedly. The driver calls out to them. One of the Loveland frogs gets up, points his finger at his friends in the universal gesture of put a pin on it. <laughs> turns to the bothersome intruder can't you see i'm holding a conversation how rude (laughs) frankly frankly this is the most believable one holds a wand harry potter style (laughs) and flicks it a blazing fire of sparks cannons out of the wand the motorist flees the scene look what what is the story (laughs) i don't know it was literally this is like a this is like a children's book I was laughing so hard when I read this and I was like, I need to put this in. It can't not be in. It was literally the like top three most commonly told stories. So <laughs> I couldn't 
I couldn't tell. It had to go in. It was clearly the most plausible story out of all three. Yeah, I, I be- that one sounds like the more believable one. Exactly. So, you know. I get it. There are a thousand more stories that tell of the giant four-foot-tall bipedal creatures. In fact, new stories seem to pop up every few years. The most recent sighting was in 2016 when two teenagers playing Pokemon Go, of Just course, downloaded that today course, again. Claimed to have seen a, quote, giant frog stood up and walked on his hind legs, end quote. They're still being seen to this day, Jordan. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm not going to Ohio anytime soon. Um... Yes, we are. We're gonna move there. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you we're know why? Find the frogman. We're we're not just gonna find the Loveland frogman. We're also going to find the werewolf and Jordan Grassman. Oh, the Grassman, huh? Grassman, Jordan Grassman. Sounds like just an insane guy covered in grass going like, <laughs> Grassman. Uh, you know those like um camouflage where you just kind of look like a bush. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, kind of what I imagine running around the forest. So much fun. You know. <laughs> but um, no, so the grass man is the Bigfoot of Ohio. There's um, like a couple different versions of Bigfoot in Ohio. There's one also called like Orange Eyes, which mm-hmm. is not to be confused with grass man from what I was reading. Oh, I'll try not to confuse um, it too. I think it was because he was like taller or something and he, they were more aggressive and his eyes were orange, oh. which is funny because it's also described that there was a woman who saw a grass man and they had orange eyes. So maybe it wasn't grass man. Maybe it was orange eyes instead. It's possible. Who knows? There's a lot going on with I this. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so grass man is the Bigfoot of Ohio. He is described as being anywhere from five feet to 10 feet tall with long black fur and a strong smell. Oh. <laughs> Ew. It's said to walk on two feet and be very muscular with broad shoulders. Reports of the grass man have been made as early as 1869. A man and his daughter were enjoying a stroll when grass man jumps out and attacks the man. After a long struggle with the man, the daughter picks up a rock and throws it at the grass man, hitting him in the head. Good for her. Allowing them to get away. Why does it? Okay, it says after a long struggle. I was reading the story. What? Well, I mean, you wouldn't fight the grass man. I would. I mean, I'm glad he did. But like, what took the woman so long to throw the to throw the rocks? Panic because there's a grass man. <laughs> oh no! What is that? An I mean, I feel like being. you would be a little paralyzed. Probably. In the situation because of like, what is going on here? <laughs> Probably. In 1969, Drina Elkins had gone to bed at about 10 or 10.30. This one, I would be done. Like, if this happened to me, this next story, if this mm-hmm. happened to me, I'd be like, sweetie, we're packing it up. Goodbye. We're moving. Back to Illinois. <laughs> Back to Illinois. We're not doing this. So she had gone to bed about 10 or 10.30. And when she awoke a little while later... She woke up hearing her dogs growling. She looks out the window that her dog is growling at and sees something staring back, making the same growling noise. Oh, my God. Grass man, come on. This brave woman, because for me, that'd be enough. Actually, I'd probably like assume it was like a raccoon or something. This woman gets up and starts to walk to the window. And as she approaches, the figure starts to walk away. 
But as she gets closer, the figure stops and turns its head to look at her. That's when she could see its face clearly. She described it as having a wide set eyes, a big nose, and a big mouth. As recent as 2020, two men claimed to have seen Grassman. These two men went for a walk at Folk Stake Park, ready to fly their drone. Fly the drone. Mm. Maybe excited to get some good nature shots. They got a lot more. While filming a video, they claimed to see a tall creature covered in dark hair. So, what do you think? Do you think it's the Bigfoot of Ohio wandering the forest? I think it's the grass man. The grass man. Grass man. Grass man is like a, a, a Bigfoot creature, though. He is. It sounds like it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if he's, you know, having a growling match with my dog, I'm going to be concerned. Yeah, I'm going to be a little concerned about that one, too. Like Just I said, at that bit. point, we're moving. Yeah. We're moving. I would probably not want to be there anymore. I mean, like gra- frogs, grassmen, and werewolves. It seems like there's a lot going on. It really does. And that's why I have one. I have another one to add to the mix. The Crosswick Monster. Ooh. So this next one is short, but it's still worth a mention. About 20 or so miles north of the Loveland Frogmen's territory lies Crosswick, home to the Crosswick Monster. Luckily, this monster hadn't been seen in about 200 years. That, however, does not stop the people of Crosswick from telling the story of the Crosswick monster to this day. Reports say that two young boys were playing on the banks of a small creek when they were startled by a massive snake-like monster who then sprouted arms and grabbed one of the boys. The monster drugged the boy about 100 yards before letting go of the boy just outside of a hole near a sycamore tree that was assumed to be the monster's den. No. No, no, you I'm okay not doing this. What are you talking about? It sounds like a good time. <laughs> if my child comes home and is like, "Mom, Mom, a monster drugged me to a sycamore tree," I'd moving. be like, "Again, we're moving." <laughs> just out of there, I'd just be like, "Well, <laughs> did you have fun?" <laughs> no, I did not have fun. Who has fun with that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> the creature appeared again at some point and caused the panic in a town. About a dozen men went to the sycamore tree, chopping down the 26-foot diameter tree. Men chased down the monster, but it was able to get away by crashing through a fence into a cavern. The description as told by one of the men reads, It is being 30 to 40 feet long, 12 to 14 feet tall, when erect, 16 inches in diameter, and legs 4 feet long. It is covered in scales like a lizard, of black and white color, with large yellow spots. Its head is about 16 inches wide with a long forked tongue, and the mouth inside is deep red. Although the monster has never been seen again, it lives as one of Ohio's most believable cryptids, as more than 60 men saw it. Mm. Come on, it's a serpent. That's cool. I like <laughs> serpents. It's like you know, it's like their own little Loch Ness. It's like Ohio's is like, we got one of them. It's the uh, white in color with large yellow spots. It reminds me of, um, what is it, like Maggie's Monsters from like the 90s or something. What? The, oh, oh, my gosh. It was like this kid show. It was, a, it was this little girl, little redheaded girl. And she had this like giant friend, a friend who was a giant monster. And he was yellow with big red spots. He sounds friendly. He was. He's like Puff the Magic Dragon. He was very friendly. But that's just what the description reminds me of. Um, I would but, like to be friends with this creature. <laughs> I know. I would um 
you know, I'd probably uh, be part of the villagers who were chopping it down. <laughs> chopping like, it down. No. Burn it out. Burn it out. I'm not doing this shit today. It drug my son 100 yards. <laughs> yeah, it's just not happening. That's It's just not happening. It's happening. Anyways, guys, that's uh, that's all for tonight. That's Ohio for you folks. That is Ohio for you folks. So, you know, if you're in Ohio or you're visiting Ohio and uh, you listen, let us know if you see any of these creatures there. Especially We'd love to hear it. Man. Yeah, especially the frog man. We really want to hear about that one. It almost sounds to me like Bidayans from Star Trek. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> all right, you guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, folks. This has been The Haunting Podcast. Do you have an idea for an episode or just want to leave a comment and say hi? Visit our website at thehauntingpodcast.com for this, show notes, and other extras. Thank you for listening and have a good night.